Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Y'all, we are back for part two. This part is Reality two. Gaze with Watch What Crappens! Gay Crappens with Gay Ronnie and Ben crappens. from Watch What Crappens! Hello, yes, everybody. Holiday cheer. I'm Matt Hello. Mar, a.k.a. Maddie, and that other the other one of the queens talking of the, of the queen panel is Jake, a.k.a. Hello, everybody. <laughs> or Poodle, as I often call him, and it confuses older people. They go, <laughs> well, I'm confused sometimes. Like sir. <laughs> Yes. Um, y'all, if, if you are, if you watch, listen to the second half, you go, oh, wait a minute. I haven't watched the movie. What did you talk about before? Just watch the first three minutes and you're caught up. <laughs> yeah. Spend a lot of time on the credits. Pretty easy to catch up on this one, okay? <laughs> um, also, um, we've talked about a lot, so just go back and listen to it. I can't recap the whole thing, falling but it's a very Christmas. important information. It's called it Falling is. for Christmas on Netflix, and um, we've got a lot of bad gayness. Um, yeah. Yeah, just to recap, okay, no, for real, though. So just to recap <laughs> what's happened in the movie so far. Oh, Lindsay no. Lohan has woken up, and she's gone downstairs. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and we meet... Beauregard Belmont. Beauregard. The Beauregard. Beauregard. It is weird that he's named Beauregard and he's not Southern. I, or I expect Southern. a Southern, I expect a full on like uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken, Colonel Sanders yeah. white well, suit. Hello, honey. Yeah. It's me, your daddy. <laughs> yeah, this hotel. Me, Charles Durning. Beauregard like I'm Belmont. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to this hotel. It used to be a plantation. You know, like <laughs> that kind of a. Yeah. Like, what are those? Like, like literally the that chicken from from Looney Yeah, foghorn you know? leghorn. 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 We got leghorn. lots of kind of people working here these days. Well, I say, thing. I say, I say, I ski, I ski, I ski. A lot of people don't know closet homosexual foghorn leghorn. Foghorn leghorn. Yeah. Was that a closet he was in? No. Yeah. Exactly. And it's played. He's played by Jack Wagner. Well, that's what I was going to say. The problem with this is the actor they had on tap was Jack Wagner. And they're like, Jack, could you give us some southern old man? And he's like, no, I'm fucking Jack Wagner. That's not what Guess I who's do. showing up. Jack Wagner. Actually, I Another want the name of this. Sang. 
I want the name of yes. this character named to named Jack. So we're gonna need to change that. Could we, Jack Belmont? Like no, sir. Why was his this nickname? A, this entire thing should have been a musical. It could have been even a jukebox musical. So that way, Jack Wagner could have sung his one hit wonder. All I need is to find my daughter. Her name is Sierra. <laughs> What? I didn't know he had a one-hit wonder. That's his song. All, you know that song, All he, I Need? All I Need. That's Jack Wagner. That Jack is? Wagner. Yeah. I, know, I didn't know that you, either. I, I know who else has a one-hit wonder. This is more of a reference to what Ron and I were talking about earlier today. Vicki Lawrence. She has a one-hit wonder also. The nice um, lights went out in Georgia, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's just amazing. Ooh, I want to know why uh, you were talking stars. about Vicky Lawrence, but that'll oh, probably because be I, we're, we're covering because Winter House. Why wouldn't we be talking about Mama's family? <laughs> because we're well, talking Mama's family is brought up on our show a lot. Weekly. A lot. Um, it was a big. I, I often refer to the off-the-shoulder dresses that women wear as Naomi dresses. Yes, the Naomi. <laughs> I literally said that today. Yes. Yes. I said the off-the-shoulder. Yes, um, they're also, very. By the way, People don't realize this as another one-hit wonder, the song Faith. Most people think that's George Michael. It's actually Mr. Belvedere. So, like, there's a lot of... Yeah. Really? You've got to have faith. Faith. <laughs> Wesley, what are you doing? <laughs> okay, so... Okay, um, let's do this. We before. meet uh, Jack Wagner, and then we meet, finally, Cord Overstreet with the Frosted Tips. And the, yeah. and the I need 30 pounds on him. I'm just saying yes. that again. Every time I, he I pops just, up, yeah. I want 30 pounds on him. Fat Put ready. On I bones. think he would do better. Yeah. By the way, I have to say something real quick about Jack Wagner. I just want to congratulate him <laughs> on his transition into Don Johnson. I think he's doing a great job so far. <laughs> he he is. He, he has stopped. He stopped. Uh, I don't think he did extra work. He did a certain amount of work and is letting that work just rest. It yes, like. it's like when you're making a pudding and you're covering <laughs> it so it'll chill, but you mm-hmm. don't. You don't tightly cover it. You loosely cover yeah. it. You know, it's like how the saran wrap lays, like it's not tight. <laughs> yeah. But it still looks. <laughs> now I want pudding. Or the, or the skin of a roast chicken after it's sat out long enough. Yes. It's I feel like it's pliable. I really feel like his features are in a battle between whether they want to be Kevin Sorbo or Don Johnson. And he's just like sort of landing in this middle area. And he's like, I'm just going to be me. That's what you I know. Am. What that is exactly yeah. because he looks like Jack J- Jack Wagner, and he doesn't look like Jack Wagner. I think <laughs> he looks like Martina Navratilova. I was going to say like, <laughs> he has got a he is he is three inches away from older lesbian. Yeah, um, he really is. He, we he are probably, we're getting there. Yeah, he's who getting is there. that lady who was on the West Wing? Well. We Cherry Jones. Or no, no, no um, the, the he press looks like Cherry Jones, Alison Janney, Alison Janney, not, not Alison Janney, but he could look like Alison Janney too. She's the one. <laughs> she's been, I'll look her up. I'll look. You know, Betty I'm White. Like, <laughs> Men who have had work done who look like Cherry Jones. I think. <laughs> I think that's a whole. That's a whole segment. Cherry Jones is my goal, but I'm going to end up Kathy Bateman, and I know, or Kathy Bates. <laughs> And I know it. I know. And I, you know, I'm happy. I love her. And I, I'm you, a, a you fried sh- we, we, all, we should all be Jan- so lucky. Janelle Maloney. I feel like he's on a Janelle Maloney. <laughs> <laughs> Janelle Maloney always looked confused in every single scene she was in. Wouldn't you Good be? Good for her. <laughs> That's a confusing shot. So she you probably have to is. be very smart to be on Oh, that I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. I had to look her up. Oh, I had to look her yeah. up too. I forgot. Well, I would be girl. confused. Well, she's probably sick of people being like, oh, that I girl. loved you in that movie Stepmom. It's like, no, that was Jenna Malone. 
Wasn't <laughs> so me. that's why she looks just looks so uh, unfulfilled all the time. Yes, yeah, um, confusing her. So the reason okay, so we're talking Palmer. about these characters is because I mean, Cord Overstreet. I, I, oh, his real name is Jake, but we're just going to call him Cord. Otherwise, it's going to get it's going to get confusing. Yeah, and so oh, yeah. we have a Jake. Yeah, every hot a- guy in movies are called Jake. Um, that's just what that's also like, in like real a- life. I have to say, I haven't met an ugly Jake. Yeah. We do pretty well. I was yeah. I was one of the earlier people. I don't look like a Jake because Jakes yes, are do. usually strapping. Um, well, let's, let's face it. You've strapped. You've strapped plenty. <laughs> she's, she's had a strap on. Man. Yes. Yeah. That's many. what I'm saying. I'm sure been, that you're I've, no stranger I've, to strapping, sir. I've been strapped several times. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We're going for a week. <laughs> I want one of these holiday movies to push the limits and be like, oh. Here comes here comes a local with a little five o'clock shadow and a and a nice shearling jacket and his name is Fritz and like Fritz <laughs> no it's always Jake Ben Rob. Matt oh yes. like yes Chip they're like yeah. this is for this is for the simple people we yeah. only need one syllable in the name keep it simple there's never going to be a Rondel no no <laughs> no no Mortimer. No. 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 So uh, he's like, Mr. Belmont, I have frosted hair. Glad I caught you. I'm Jake Russell. I own. And then Jack Wagner's like, the North Star Lodge. Why do you keep calling me? <laughs> your, your place North is Star. called the North Star Lodge. What the fuck? You're not going to be successful. That's where the all Jesus and the wise men and all those people followed the North Star to find Jesus. Now, I get that that's a very Christmassy name. I just name got that reference, the North Star. Yes, I just you got follow, it. All these oh, fucking poor people s- follow a star and they get to a hotel where oh, they expect free rooms. I was thinking rooms. North Pole, but you're right, North Star. What? How are you expecting thought- people to pay for a room called the North Star Hotel? Only poor people go there expecting for a free room from Jesus. What if it's all a religious I allegory? I thought North... <laughs> I thought North Star was that service you you got for your car, so you knew where it was. I think that's On Star. On Star. You got to be really Christian for that to work. <laughs> did you? Did anybody catch the joke that he made? That definitely Jeff Bonnet or a PA put in. He's like, it looks like SpaceX in here. That's yes, to tell us that, was, that it's 2022. <laughs> yeah, I, I noticed that. It, it actually made me mad. I, I Otherwise, just, like, we wouldn't know <laughs> what, where, what time we were in. Uh, last time I checked, the, there was no uh, spaceship being built in this tiny hotel lobby that's supposed to be luxurious. <laughs> yeah. um, and girls and so in then, bikinis and Santa hats. And also, in case you could, you couldn't tell, this was a movie written by an older person. He said, <laughs> Beauregard says, oh, my secretary mentioned that you called. <laughs> secretary? <laughs> Hello there, Beauregard Belmont's <laughs> office. <laughs> It's Naomi. Charlene speaking. Can I please take a message? He's hey, like, listen. Mr. Jake from Northside's calling again. Do you want me to say something to him? Tell him I'm busy and I'm sick of taking his calls. Okay. Then uh, you don't pay me enough to do this job. Mm. <laughs> <sighs> that, that yeah. is, that, this show was half 80s, half not. It just needed to lean was, into that. It's, He's it's, like, and my secretary said you called 15 times. I said, if he calls one more time, disconnect the MCI. <laughs> oh. By the way, oh, Cheryl, did you get that scarf from my wife? Like, yeah, yeah, it, Mr. Yeah, thank uh, you so much, Mr. MCI. Boy, that, that, 
Was it MCI or maybe it was AT&T? I'm so gay that I remember. I think it was AT&T. Was it Whitney Houston that did the commercial for AT&T? Like, what? It was like what, a true. We almost have a call. It was like I know. <laughs> well done. It was called. It was. It was Whitney. I want to talk to somebody. <laughs> I believe collating like- is the future. <laughs> 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 but no, it was called True yeah, Voice. I remember it was all that you could call. hear. Yes, you could hear crystal clear. You could hear that's what they were saying. And I'm so gay that I called the AT&T phone line and asked them, how do I get a recording of Whitney Houston singing that theme song? Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, listen, MCI has huge gay cred because they actually got name checked in a Destiny Child song. Remember in Bugaboo? It's like, I'm going to call MCI to get yes. my Yes. Oh, they did. <laughs> they <laughs> did. <laughs> They Cut did. Wow, holes. this is a pack of gays. <laughs> all all, <laughs> very gay. all songs about phones and long distance services, they just don't ring true like they, they used don't. to. It's a shame. They and don't. You know, the Although, is, I mean, Court Overstreet also has gay cred because he has Robin's haircut. So that's that's helpful. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's true. I mean, we'll get to this later, but this movie does kind of work through what's a problem now in new movies is that a lot of 80s movies where you were, or even early 90s, you were stranded and couldn't get it couldn't talk to anyone. So yep. they actually handled that somewhat believable in this. But kind of. Kind of. I, I want to I wanna address that. That's why I keep asking, is she famous? Because <laughs> is this summit view where she goes like Brigadoon? <laughs> like it just I, I disappears Down into the, the mist and, and no one has access to well, internet? Well, that's the thing that really bugged me too because like the sheriff doesn't know who the daughter <laughs> is of the town. Do they know about like DNA they, swabs? Or... Yeah, like no one had any clue. And then when they finally find her, they're like, of course we found your daughter. She's right there. Totally recognized her the whole time and there's yeah, no, missing really report, no missing persons report filed why don't they just like walk her around the town square until someone sees her like, <laughs> then someone recognizes her there is just a reddit about the plot holes in this movie and i just opened it and i went no because it was very lengthy <laughs> it was a very lengthy reddit oh, that's um, so pathetic that people would take their time to talk about this movie to that to depth. that extent <laughs> i mean wow it. Pathetic, guys. So, yeah, Cordover Street's like, hey, invest in my little hotel because 70%, because I read on Glassdoor that 70% of blah, 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 and (laughs) that, 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 and who cares? You can tell these writers have no idea what's actually going on in commercial real estate. (laughs) (laughs) I read on the fin, the, 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 the fin red. Yeah, the the fin red. I was on Willow, and I I'm on Willow. (laughs) <laughs> so they do but, that thing where they're like, well, we're men. So if you if we can race and you can beat me, then I'll talk to you. Wink, because I'm Jack Whack. They're, Mr. Belmont, could you stop winking at Cord? Cord is very <laughs> uncomfortable with the very. wink. You're going to take it, Cord. All right, let's do it again. <laughs> and so begins uh, this movie's uh, strenuous attempt to set up Cord's um, skiing abilities, which have no impact on the storyline whatsoever. <laughs> There's no, no ski contest. No one needs to be rescued on skis. No, uh, no one needs to be. Chased we see down. it one time. <laughs> no, we do. He get just a, has a good skier. We, a good skier. but what we get that made me laugh a lot. I actually rewound it and watched it twice to laugh at it. Again, they said, "You know what? We're not going to do CGI. 
I'm going to put Jack Wagner in front of a green screen or just the film. Let's roll the film behind him. Like I learned in 1987, it'll look fine. <laughs> it's like, it the, looks it's so like the, footage, the footage of like car, the, the tree, the <laughs> yes. same like thing. If, going you, by. if you paused, you could actually see the conveyor belt that Jack Wagner was on with the skis <laughs> underneath. There was actually one scene in this movie where, like, clearly it was always snowing outside everyone's window. And so they, yeah. they have, like, a machine that spits up the snow, so then it floats down. And there was one scene where the machine, they didn't put it off camera. It was be- was below the window. So you saw snow <laughs> going, like, flying upwards and falling softly in another window. And I was like, is no one even looking at their own set? That's funny. Did we skip the meat cute of the hot chocolate? No, Did no, we, no. So we're actually okay, getting we're there. Down. So now they, they, they have this race We're about 70 seconds into the movie. Yeah, now. they race down the hill. They go to the hill. And then that's where he says, come have come to my hotel. We kind of skipped around. We, to my this window. is when they're back in. Cord, they're in SpaceX Cord, now. Yeah, because Cord lets SpaceX. them win. So, they're walking yeah. through, so now they're walking through SpaceX Hotel. And Beauregard is going towards a locker to hang up his stuff. And I guess maybe he's a man of the people because he's putting his stuff up in a public locker. I'm like, dude, do you not own this hotel? What are you doing ri- hanging up your <laughs> Ben, he rides the subway. The he's just people. like us. He's just like us. He's I regular, like to be with the common people. But he's why is that Mike even Bloomberg. in the script? You know what I mean? Like, and then they go to the locker room. Like, what? Who put that? Why do you need it's, to go to the locker room? <laughs> It does feel strangely yeah. intimate. And also it's a men's locker room, but you have a woman serving hot chocolate in a hot chocolate cart. Yeah, obviously this wasn't written by a gay guy because I'm like the no. the locker room girl who's – I'm like looking around. Like, I think it was like a here? hallway locker. I don't think it was like a locker room. It was like a oh. just put your skis here. But it's oh. still uh-huh. strange that Jack Wagner, who runs this place, does not have his own special you know, yes. locker in a behind yeah, yeah. a closed door. He's Big Daddy. So, yeah, he's like, this looks like SpaceX. And then Jack Wagner's like, yeah, well, we try and stay ahead of the curve here. We've uh, got these things called ice makers. No way! (laughs) Yeah, they make ice. Remote controls we have. Hold on. Do you want some hot cocoa? Let me just fax my assistant a request. So, (laughs) lady comes in. Melanie Griffith comes in with a cocoa cart. And... (laughs) Hey, babe, do you want a cocoa now? <laughs> it's all the same secretary. So, yes, it's all just in different outfits. <laughs> in an 80s movie, glasses. it would. <laughs> hey, there, so Mr. They, B. This is Rachel Dratch. So they <laughs> yeah. give, they, he's like, okay, well, guess what? I'm not going to invest in your property, even though your pitch is that people are going to learn at your shitty property and then come to my property to spend more money to ski better. So uh, he's like, listen. Have a hot cocoa on me. And in a movie like this, hot cocoa is essentially a Chekhov's gun, right? It, like, it is. Hot cocoa, yes. There's a meat cute around the corner. There will be. Yeah. But uh, the pitch was funny because he's like, okay, here's my pitch. This place is amazing. It's for rich people, but poor people like to ski, sir, too, sir. You don't say that to a rich person. Rich people <laughs> do not want to see poor people skiing. That's okay? true. That's, that's very true. That's people not don't a like good ski- pitch. Upward skiing mobility. If he's saying, don't worry, the poor people from, you know, the Inland Empire of California are going to come here and they're going to learn how to ski. And then they're going to bring their poor, their poor craven asses to your resort. Don't you want that? Exactly. It's like, don't you want to look out there with the upward snow flying and see poor people coming down right next to the rich people? No, No, sir. He's like, we can build a target here, sir. It is definitely written like a socialist slant. 
like telling everyone that they like the rich they're like these these are just fat cats they don't know anything yeah so it's like not everyone in the world can afford class studies show 70 percent of skiers learn at small resorts (laughs) what studies (laughs) what's that thank you who would study that (laughs) (laughs) we still don't know how to cure like you know runny noses okay no i'm gonna figure out poor people skiing do you know where i uh, the first place I went skiing, it was a place in Vermont called Suicide Six. Now, why do we oh. call a why are we calling a mountain that? That is just that Suicide Six. Yeah. Well, wow. we're we're gonna get the to that place later. Was Killington. The second place was Killington. <laughs> Vermont has a real dark side. Killington. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he does his pitch, and Jack Wagner's like, um, "So I should invest in your launch to make sure that they have a chance to learn before they switch." You want them here? (laughs) (laughs) Here. You want them here. Should we just hand out metal cans at the top of the mountains? That way they can go begging (laughs) down the slopes. We can just set up trailer houses just all on the side of the mountain. Yeah. But I have to get beans because that's what the poor eat, right? Beans. Yeah. Well, we're going to have big metal trash cans with fires coming out of them. Is that what you're going to tell me? We have Mm -hmm. a strict no strings on pocket flower (laughs) policies. We've got a no. No harmonica and belongings <laughs> kept in a handkerchief tied to a stick rule no, here, sir. No, yeah. And no to, rail we're riders. Sure. <laughs> we're, we're not sure these lockers can accommodate bindles. <laughs> so it's like, sorry, um, but uh, I've got my own investors. Thanks for the coffee, toots. Gotta run. Oh, and pretty classy out there. Let me win. I know you did that frosted um, tip. You made your hair Jack, look as can you stupid stop winking as possible. Can't stop winking, Jack. Please. Uh, Jack, listen, um, kid. Uh, actually, was... I think I think I'm having a stroke. Can I actually get some help over here? <laughs> that was such a strange moment of characterization for the father. Oh, it was. It was like the, he's the most complex character in the whole in the whole thing. Oh, I, I think that well, I still think that's just bad. Going, but don't get Bo- Beauregard is just going back to his his office. He's like a slope for poor people. And he starts <laughs> sketching out skis on a cardboard box. Yeah, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> he's like Fruit Loops. Now there's something <laughs> there. to go on feet. <laughs> 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 so now Lindsay um Lindsay Lohan emerges from this because ele- we don't know her name yet, by the way. So yes. she emerges from the elevator dressed like a poinsettia, which is a holiday. Yes. Movie, so it makes sense. I, I will say I gay gas when she came out and they did a slow walk like on Selling Sunset that I enjoyed. They even <laughs> this, played the boss bitch music, but it was Christmassy. This was like, the it's most boss Christmas. It's boss Christmas. <laughs> it's Christmas. Christmas I'm a boss. I'm a boss bitch. Christmas bitch. Boss. Jingle boss. Jingle boss. Jingle boss. That's it. Yeah. I'm a jingle. Jingle boss. Take the holes. Take the holes and with some bitches. Go into the club. Say you bye. Go in the Bentley. Rudolph the red nose boss bitch. Pulling my sleigh up to the club like I'm a boss bitch. I don't take the chimney. I walk through the door. I walk through the door. I don't take the chimney. <laughs> on the 12th day of boss bitch, my true love gave to me. Boss bitch, boss bitch on a potter's pear tree. I wish you a merry boss bitch. I wish you a merry oh, silent night, boss bitch night. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
partridge in a pear oh. tree. Bon. Oh. I enjoyed it, and if I got to play Terry, I would be able to do it as well. But whatever, I'm not bitter. No. I'm not bitter. So um, she's so on yeah, the phone, she can, and yeah. she is self-absorbed right now because she's rich, and rich people don't pay attention to anything that happens around them. Nope. So she's nope. walking on her phone, talking probably about things like having a career, maybe, or like ambitions, or a crazy queer city life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. cracking me up that they're acting like this is the biggest glamorous hotel. It's like maybe a hundred square feet. It's like they're it's standing tiny, in a shoebox with a, a marble countertop attached to a fireplace. Like, oh, how glamorous! I'm standing by tapestries that match my dress, my jacket. You can find me, <laughs> darling. <laughs> And they're using like a wide-angle lens, and it, you can just only imagine how tiny it is inside. Yes. Yeah, yeah. it looks real tiny. So, um, uh, Yeah, they're trying Russ, to find each other. Who's Russ? Who the fuck is yes. Russ? I don't know, Carl. <laughs> Can't even walk through the lobby without pushing people and twirling around and eventually bumping into Lindsay and spilling his coffee all over her. Oh, I, this is Cordover Street. Yes. I, I thought his name was Russ for a while. <laughs> oh. So, <Jake. laughs> Russ would have worked. Russ would have been. Maddie does that all the time. Just deciding someone's name is high. I do too. Typing, and I'm like, it doesn't matter. I'll figure it out. And we cover the below decks, and I I mean, it's a it's a new cast every season. And I'm like, uh, Claudia. Like when we were dealing with Talia and Tasha, fuck me. Oh god, yeah, you guys know disaster. But yeah, so. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss sibling fights are unavoidable but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale that's the reality for brothers prince william and prince harry they were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties wondry's podcast dis and tell is hosted by comedians sydney battle and matt belisai Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe Sunrise Surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals, you know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy. When it comes to flowers, I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not in a purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. 
Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes, our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Cool. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our Song Finch song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Song Finch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free, so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. Songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Russ, uh, Jake is poor, so Jake doesn't know how to walk like Lindsay. Like, Lindsay has a whole no. team, but Russ is poor, so he's like, oh, my God. Oh, sorry, bumped into you. <laughs> also, oh too, God. he has no like, on his hot continuity. He gave him a hot cocoa with a lid on it. Now he doesn't have a You're lid. You're right. Also, I noticed that, he too. Is, well, he wa- probably bartered the lid. You know, well, he was. <laughs> he did barter. He, he, cooked some, he cooked some beans in that lid. It was weird. He was holding the cup, and you could tell that there was like a prop, just hot chocolate that wasn't liquid at all, that didn't move at all, just sitting in the cup. It was like gel or something. It was like gel or something. Yeah. No, like it's just that. it's just how SpaceX makes cocoa. It's just a different. <laughs> yeah, it's like astronaut ice cream. It would Swiss be like when musk. I would watch Gilmore Girls and I would get so annoyed when you could tell that Lorelai didn't have any coffee in that cup at all. Oh, they just yeah. walked around. They just Ugh. flailing their Without arms everywhere. Oh, yeah. pull it together. So basically, he's like, uh, he's on the phone with someone. I'm assuming maybe it's Alejandra. I don't know. He's like saying, yeah, he didn't. He didn't go for it. He didn't go for my proposal or anything. And so he's walking with a cocoa. He's self-absorbed. She's self-absorbed. And guess what happens? They run right into each other. Coco gets all over her beautiful dress. It is cute. And Ted's it like, is cute. Not the, not the bitty armor. <laughs> but he's not gay. 
No. Yeah. She's like, oh my god, it's my Balanyagi. I promise I love your pussy. And then they said, cut, cut. Lindsay, could you do that one more time? Tad, you're great. No notes. No notes. You're fine. <laughs> no notes, uh, you know what? Go, Go bigger, Tad. Go bigger. Go bigger. How do you say it? Balanyagi? Do you know how to do wings? Yes or no? <laughs> Just give me a yes or no. <laughs> Five, six, like, seven, eight. <laughs> this local yokel body slammed my girlfriend. Get out of my way. I am a heterosexual. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the like, are you okay? And Tad goes, well, I'm quite fussed, but that's okay. I was like, oh, oh that was an okay line. That was so, an okay. Fussed. It was okay. It was okay. And he has like, I have so- to say, the character of Tad grew on me. He was kind of oh, my favorite part I of the loved whole him. movie. He was I, my favorite part of the movie. Well, the I actually actor was could not cute. stand him. Yeah, I, I, thought that, Tad. I, I hated what they were doing because I knew that I should be offended to my core with what they were I doing here. And I, I was like, I know I should be offended, but I I am older. I'm from the generation where this is how I'm used to seeing myself represented. Yeah. And let's face it, I'm I'm not the straightest person. I love yeah. musicals, Golden Girls, and I do a Bravo yeah. podcast. So it's, I'm glad that I it, am being represented in a stereotypical way because I'm a stereotype. It was gay minstrelsy. But yeah, I was, was totally fine with it. <laughs> I no, I didn't mind. Well, guess who does know how to do wings? <laughs> Me. <laughs> I didn't mind the gay minstrelsy of it. What I just minded was just the bad comic choices he was making. I was like, oh yeah, so much funnier person playing Tad. It was although yeah. I ha- there the was way, no my, subtlety. Yeah, I have to say, whoever came up with his um his press conference look like that was a true highlight of the movie where they, <laughs> that was great. they matted down his hair and put him in that, that like zip up thing that looked like yes. a tie, but it wasn't a tie. I was like, this is actually an amazing moment here. And with it the little was, pin, it looked like yes, something from pin. spice world. It looked it like did. all of a sudden we're like futuristic space. Yeah. Yeah. Loved I it. think we needed that, like that energy through a lot more of this movie. Can I tell so, you guys, I'm sorry to do this to you, but I have to tell you, um, the least Christmassy that's ha- thing that's just happened right now. My beta fish, I got this little beta fish and it's sitting on my desk. He just went up to the snail that was on this log. He was like cleaning a log and he went like this to the snail. And knocked the fucking snail down. That was <laughs> oh my so god! Fucking rude. And I had to get up and, and fix the snail. Love it. And the snail, when it's on its back, you should see their little bodies coming out. They're just. It looks like me trying. It looks like me if I was coming out of like a pothole in the street. You know, like <laughs> like in, in a robbery in a heist movie, and I just move the pothole, and I'm like coming up. It's like. <laughs> Ronnie. Ronnie, I feel like you're not being a ride or die to your beta fish right now. Okay, like you are not showing up for that beta fish. You're not you showing chose up. The snail. You chose the snail over the beta fish right now. I didn't spank it or anything. It's still in there. I just had to take my straw and move the snail. You fucked you know, half of New York. Snail, is the snail alive? <laughs> Oh, well, it didn't get murdered, for Christ's sake. We don't need okay. to be that kind of parent. You know, like, okay, have to learn. Call, I have to call the vet. Hold on. You are not. That, 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 the snail has to learn how to turn itself yeah. over and climb back I up. I agree. Not a ride or die. Not a ride or die. Not a ride or die. No, I picked a pretty snail. I picked a pretty one. I picked a pretty one with like one of those long um, back heavy. They're always falling over. I'm like, of course, I got the snail. Well, you're a size queen. You picked a size queen snail. I wanted turquoise. 
because my <laughs> fish is blue and yellow, and I knew turquoise. You needed would look them really to match, good. like an awful rich you person. Wait, you can't put <laughs> an oversized snail in there and then expect your betta fish not to just try to knock it over. I oh mean, my like, god, like Ronnie, freaking... you are Tad. You are Tad. <laughs> You're like it has to be perfect. It has to be perfect. Beta and snail, best friends forever. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're going to be together for the next, you know, couple weeks before they inevitably die because I've done something wrong. You know, you've got more followers on Insta, so they're going to be perfect. <laughs> Ronnie, do you mind if we take their relationship public? <laughs> <laughs> Let's so, take yeah. an LC. All right, sorry, I just had to tell you. What so was now that I appreciate that, that was enjoyable. That yes, had more of a character arc than Lindsay Lohan. More <laughs> yeah. um, arc in this movie. <laughs> yeah, speaking of which, so Lindsay Lohan, um, she sits down at this teeny tiny hotel restaurant that is like designed from 1963. It is, and uh, in the SpaceX hotel, and so she sits down, <laughs> and the uh, the waiter or waitress, whoever the server, um, asks her if she wants any sort of bacon on her breakfast because clearly these people are not doing any research about the boss's mm-hmm. daughter, and she's like, no. I'm not doing bacon because I am vegan. Only vegan for me. As if, and by the way, a place like this would have a vegan option for bacon. I'm going to yeah, say that they right would. now. Yeah, they would. They would. Um, it was a very obvious but, plot point. Yeah. Yeah, but that's like her only, and I, I don't want to harp on it too much. I mean, who, who's kidding? I'm going to harp on it the whole time. But <laughs> the fact that it's not overboard and that this is her thing, like, this is her thing, bacon. Because she has like, nothing else. Like that's this what makes her a bad person. She's this is her personality. She <laughs> likes bacon. This is what needs to change about Lindsay Lohan. She <laughs> yeah. doesn't eat bacon. She doesn't eat and bacon. No. And also and now, like, I mean, there's people like Tabitha Brown. Like, I don't think even even that joke. That Tabitha joke is Brown. a 15 year old <laughs> joke. No, it's that's what I'm saying. This script was written in the 80s. It or, really is or the 90s year old joke. Yeah. yeah. I fucking yeah. love Tabitha Brown. I fucking love way. Tabitha Brown. She's I have amazing. her candles. That's what I mean. Like vegans are mainstream now Lord. and well liked. Ben, have you yes. watched her? She has she, a new. She has a newish uh, HGTV show, and oh, she's I vegan. Seen her HGTV show, and so they haven't been able to really sell the idea of a vegan show, obviously, because no one on Food Network's watching that, right? <laughs> so she's like, yeah. um, they make it where it's a really difficult dinner party where you have really persnickety, picky guests who won't eat something, <laughs> and so like one guest doesn't eat gluten. Another guest doesn't eat uh, celery. And then, of course, she's like, and I don't eat meat. So it's naturally a vegan show without saying. Anyway, it's hilarious because it's also such a modern show. It's like, okay, I want you to make something with no gluten, no dairy, no celery, no carrots, no onions, and no garlic. And they're a barbecue. Yeah, and they're a barbecue. This person that's doing it is a barbecue chef that's having to do it. Wow. It's not a great name. It's called, it's complicated. But, oh, it's the worst wow. name. But I enjoy the show. Is, I enjoy is, the show. That is like, everything. It's like, what are you going to eat? A paper towel? Like, that's what you're going to eat. And that's what they make. You know, they're like paper towels and toothpicks. So toothpicks. she's making vegan food without advertising it as vegan You know, because that's, yeah. bus- that's your business. Yeah. I'm yeah, sorry. Okay, go business. ahead. I'm going to pay attention so, now. It's very important. <laughs> no, it's fine. So basically, um, so Tad and Lindsay Lohan and Jack Wagner are having breakfast and um and you know the dad hates tad understandably and mm-hmm. he's like how's this internet business thing of yours going he calls her um he calls him ta- uh, ted and ted. so then yeah, like, big it's tad, tad, tad. and it's not a business thing he's an influencer millions of people follow him so he goes oh so basically you're a salesman and then <laughs> <Tad's>, <laughs> the dad is mimosa, like how dare he 
Well, why way, did if, that make again, him choke? Why did that make him choke? He was a, a se- yes. An influencer also, is a salesman. I'm but on not team. only that, yes, but not only that, a real influencer would be so happy to be called a salesman. Yes. yes. Influencers are constantly like, don't you realize this is a business what I do? I am working just like everyone else. So if someone says, oh, you're basically running a business, they'd be like, thank you for understanding. Thank yeah. you. No, it's the person who wrote this dialogue still does not know what an influencer is. They have no <laughs> so, idea. Yeah. And uh, Tess puts out his drink and um, he's like, well, I have to tell you, sir, in the coffee shop of life, Lindsay is a venti. <laughs> I was like, she's what? tall. Well, I guess that would she's be a, a tall. She's, she's not tall. tall. The, like, the biggest size. <laughs> I don't think you want to be saying. You don't want to say grande because that sounds bad. Your daughter like, is the, She's the most. She's the most caffeinated. <laughs> um, it was very strange. It was a. It was. It's you a. The it's a mixed metaphor. Him? Weird generational joke that never went anywhere. Yeah, yeah like, like that. Starbucks. Tad would we're, never say that. <laughs> we're used to Starbucks, guys. We've all got it. And so Tad then would we not mention to... Starbucks. He would actually make a reference to something like, uh, like, like Intelligentsia. Yeah, or, or Blue Bottle Al- or something. Blue Bottle, yeah. Alfred, or Joe and the Juice, you know. In the Nordstrom coffee shop of life, sir. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most pretend. Jake, didn't you date a guy who worked at that Nordstrom coffee shop? Yes. <laughs> Oh my God, he he was so he was so proud of serving coffee though he was he he took took it like his religion. Oh yeah, I was a I was yeah. a barista once in the yeah. Trump Tower actually. <gasps> I was up. like twenty something, and we don't need this. Um, but I was, <laughs> and I was very proud of it. I'm like I used to turn over my phone and be like, ha, Oh, did I turn my foam over? Sorry, that could have spilled on you if I didn't know how to make foam. Am I right? <laughs> well, I was a I was actually a judge in the Southwest Regional barista competition here in oh. los angeles and um uh it was a very serious competition it's very serious they take it very seriously it's very serious and they were nervous as fuck and they'd be making these like lattes and trying to do their cappuccino art and their hands would be shaking and like both hands would be so the cup would be shaking wow. and the latte art and they're like oh, i'm so sorry sir and um, I had never felt more powerful in my life. You're like, idiot, wow. get it away from me. <laughs> you call this cappuccino art? You're fired. Get out of here. You're poor. Starbucks. You fucking loser. <laughs> so let's go over to the North Star. Jesus will give you a free Ranch. room lodge. Yeah. Okay? Yes. Yeah. And uh, the Poor lodge, People Hotel. Yeah. And um, I'm Which still is calling actually him Russell. I just re- said the Russell. Poor people- Russell, the Poor People Hotel is really fucking nice, just so we know. It's, it's, still but it's really very nice. Hallmark. Well, it's very Hallmark Channel. Yeah. It's got I mean, terracotta it looks, tiles, and I'm like, it's yeah, fucking cold you, here, right? So thank why would you, you have Ron. terracotta you know, tiles? Where it are we does look very floors. It is very Spanish design, but I'm... T- this is fucking Santa Barbara? What are you <laughs> this doing? This is nicer t- than that. <laughs> this is not this, a club med. No, I'm sorry. And it's you like saw the linens... The the wretched linens on oh, every single bed. Oh, here. everything! You everything's late eighties, early nineties. Like, yeah, they're like, why doesn't anyone come here? I'm like, well, throughout your Lands End catalog, and go to Macy's for crying <laughs> yeah. out loud. You haven't I'm updated sorry. in 25 years. I grew up years. in Oklahoma, and this looks way nicer than that lodge we went to in Wakota. So I guess I'm comparing it to that. Wow. You guys should probably stop taking um, an image of a bed bug off of your ads, Northstar. <laughs> <laughs> But come like here, you'll Santa's get bed bugs and freeze to death. But yeah. you're right. Business turns out at the North Star is bad. 
Business yeah. is not not going like you said. Why 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 would you why would you go to a place like that nice resort when you can go to the North Star? <laughs> I know. Why would you go to a place with updated amenities and hot tubs embedded into your deck when you can go yeah. to this place with terracotta tiling and red plaid flannel sh- bed sheets? Ugh, awful. Um, yeah, awful. Okay, but then guess what we get? Santa is finally here because we get an actual fucking hot guy. Oh my god, no one else? Wait, who? was this wasn't this where he's with his friend? I wrote snowmobile and I thought Oh his friend the guy was oh, like trying to make the guy snow. who couldn't yes, the guy who couldn't make the snowmobile work. Yeah. I was like, who needs it? Jump on, I'll give you a ride, honey. Come on. <laughs> He yeah, his cute. one scene, that guy. He did so have one him. scene with, with no words. <laughs> I think no, that's just later, how right? I like him. He <laughs> just I, mean, he I said, have a lifetime of no really... words with me. <laughs> he was working on the snow machine, and just when he said, "This, it's not working, yeah, I'll try to get it started, I went, oh, you're broke, someone must have died. <laughs> yep. That's literally that's what, what I wrote. Was. And I have to say, I have to give this movie huge props, because then Jake goes in, and his daughter's there, and she's like, daddy, daddy, daddy. And like you just, and she says, "Dad, look, the let's look. There's a Christmas tree. Remember when Mom would take us every oh, year? Oh yeah, like, oh, dead Mom. But I was like, you know what? I'm proud of this movie because last year we watched that Pioneer Lady Christmas movie, <laughs> oh. and they were so clunky. Do you remember <laughs> that when, movie? Uh, the lady oh, knocked on the door and said, "Oh hi, are your parents here?" And she goes, "No, they died in a car accident when I was in." <laughs> And so it's like you, you know it's forward. trying to be funny, but it's not it's not really funny. It's just really sloppy. Yeah. Um, yeah. This uh, is a step forward in terms of subtlety. Yeah. Yeah. They're really trying to get it all over. First of all, do, did they put springs in this girl's hair? Because she is the cutest little girl with the bounciest really little hair. She literally comes she's over adorable. and her hair's like boing, boing, boing. Hi she's there. very she's very curly, Sue. She's, she's so a little cute. she's a little too smiley though. Normal chi- children. Maybe I'm just used to L.A. where kids aren't happy. But children are normally not this happy and smiley all the time. Well, I mean, look yeah. at her grandmother. Her grandmother is That's like, true. literally on – I don't know what drug she's on because the grandmother comes out. Uh, she goes, oh, now it's grandma's job to do the Christmas tree. Yes. Every single thing. She's, she's on like, like Lexa Pro Pro. The, the long-suffering abuela um, <laughs> who's just so – she's seen so much she can't really be happy. <laughs> And but yeah, you can't afford I, to be sad. I'm so glad that they told us it was the grandma because I never would have guessed. What are you yeah. fucking kidding? It's like the grandmaiest grandma I've ever seen in my life. She's she like, has. Oh. She's wearing a shawl most of the movie. <laughs> that usually always have sequins. Even in the day, she has something with sequins in it. And I went, that's that's what my Aunt Darla does. That's she's, the grandma thing. She's got sequins, but also like um, knee-high, you know, like pantyhose. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> like Granny from the Beverly Hillbillies, basically. Yes. Yeah. And basically, I think she was given the note that said, Honey, we're going to need you to play this one note, okay? <laughs> Don't bring, we see you trying to bring some substance to this character. We're just going to need you to smile mm-hmm. and be enthusiastic yeah. about everything, okay? You've yeah. suffered your whole life. You're, you're always just, <laughs> just somewhat nice, not really nice. Even later on in the thing when you say, I'm feeling a little blue, which is something no one ever says anymore uh, for the last 30 years, you're still going to be nice about that. Yeah. Hey, so uh, listen, here's the, okay, here's my note for you, lady. Um so this the North Star Lodge has been in your family for three generations, a proud, mm-hmm. amazing okay. success story about immigrants, mm-hmm. Latino immigrants who came to this place and created a lodge. 
And now for some reason, a white guy runs it and it's going to ruin it. So take that pain and don't address it. You're the only person who truly understands pain. Okay? Yeah. No one else gets it. You miss your daughter every day. You've got a son-in-law named Cord. <laughs> your, your daughter and your family legacy has all been destroyed by this man. So be really nice to him. Because you're in financial ruin because he's made terrible choices like really giving has. all his money away. Yeah. <laughs> all, just remember, it's the all in the white says man's he hands. He gives tons and tons of charity to people. Yeah, he's and a he terrible like businessman. He's a bad businessman. We should oh, yeah. reward that. He's literally never even heard the concept of a fundraiser. Come on. No. No. And he is typical typical idiot guy he's like hey grandma could you put in a good word with santa for me i need all the help i can get we need a miracle you need some bug spray and some sheets that are over 300 <laughs> count you need a financial planner yes <laughs> you yeah. good stop age shaming stop age shaming alejandra be like hey can you put in a word with santa how old yeah. do you think she is <laughs> one of those kids that come with a drone and do like those real estate videos uh you knew caesar how about right could you have him send over some pizzas I am starving. <laughs> starving. It's called an area rug. It's, just put it right there in your lobby. Right there. <laughs> Did you – are we to the point now where he's in his office and um, – Well, first the kids goes, bounce hair, bounce hair, adorable oh, okay. dance. She's like, haven't you heard, Dad? Christmas is the perfect time for miracles. Oh, yeah. It's also time for school. Why aren't you in school? Yeah, why yeah, get to school. <laughs> they didn't break yet. <laughs> it's not Christmas break. If, if we're not on break, you're not on break. It's December 19th. Get back to school. We know you're in public school. <laughs> Lazy ass. She's Lazy definitely school. in public school. And you're yeah. definitely not being homeschooled. No. No, no. Oh well, my I God. can't do it. You know she had the hardest time during COVID because fucking court ain't doing anything with the homeschooling. Nope, no, no, it's no. all grandma. You know He's she's just like, practicing oh my God. his Stalking that. My nerves guard. are just frayed. <laughs> she's just like in the North Star Lodge. We don't believe in masks. <laughs> <laughs> so Jake's, wow. now we're oh. in Jake's office. Now we're she's in Jake's office. <laughs> And he kind of sits down, and we have the most awkward introduction of, like, a special totem that we've ever had. He opens your desk drawer, <laughs> where you normally yeah. keep rubber bands and your pin set. I know. <laughs> and there is this – I thought it was a doll. No, it's an angel it, tree topper. It looked like a dead pigeon. Yeah. Girl, <laughs> you can't keep a tree topper in your drawer? Does what? Have you ever seen a tree topper? It's no. like the most squished, sad, abused tree topper I've ever you seen. You pack it up way, way deep in the attic so you don't have to see it again yeah. for another I guess this 12 is where the months. the budget ran out. This is I like, was... well, we were going to get a uh, – we were going to – uh, include a storage system in this in this office. This is also not a real tree topper. We went in uh -oh, a very lengthy discussion. No, I spent a y'all. I'm just gonna say this. This is a PSK. Tree toppers fucking suck now. You try to look for a tree topper for a Christmas tree, and they're terrible. I wish you that tried I to find a male angel this yeah, year. Yeah, I wanted a male angel. I wanted <laughs> no. a gay male angel. No. They didn't have. I think I'm gonna make a tree topping company make called. It. Tree toppers from a big bottom. And then I'm just going to sell these tree toppers. 
You because should make they, like tops, like tops for yes, the trees, and just make yes. them like those those old seventies paintings of the big muscular guys with leather yes. and like the big old wiener line. Yes, oh, I don't want one of those gay merman tree toppers. I don't like water, <laughs> so uh, I'm from a landlocked state. Anyway, I, I just this. I just want to say this was a way ornate, involved tree topper, and they all look like fucking uh, mass produced bullshit. It it took the, bullshit. this took me out of the movie with the just non-realism well yeah. i was glad I was, not to see a real tree top our tree toppers were fucking terrifying i was yes i my yeah, mom looked, always looked like gargoyles me. yeah for the first few years i would always when I, of my life i would look in my christmas christmas gifts like open them a little and then retape them and stuff and then i was just terrified <laughs> because i was convinced the tree topper was it's, it's just like <laughs> looking at you yeah the angel yeah. of judgment Yes, they just had these tariff, and they looked okay from far away, but look, being right down and looking up, and it's just like, you're fat, you stupid fat <laughs> little fuck. I'm going to murder you in your sleep. <laughs> Later. I feel like really left out that stop I winking. Not grow up oh. tree toppers. I'm very Le- sad about this. <laughs> well, guess what? I've always been jealous of multiple candles, candles yeah. in the window. My mother would never <laughs> let me do it. She's like, you're going to hurt the window. <laughs> Later, when you had your first sexual experience, you still imagined that tree topper looking at you disapprovingly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, guess what? That's why he keeps it in the desk. And then the, I'll tell you what's not in the desk. I'll tell you what's not in the desk. His proposal, which he now throws in the trash. Well, how about this, sir? How about next time, since you're so low on money, how about you don't like spend the $25 at Kinko's and send yeah. it via email? Do you yeah. have, I mean, what is happening here? And stop giving it away to poorer people. <laughs> that is against rich dad, poor dad. Yeah, but yeah. but he is professional, and we know because it's in a Manila envelope, and that's, yeah. that's a very very professional sign. But, but so I'm I got confused in the movie because I thought, okay, so he's got a dead wife, he's got a weird tree topper. Lindsay's life is perfect. Nothing bad must have happened to Lindsay Lohan, right? Oh no, you're wrong. There's something <laughs> that they could theoretically bond about, but they don't. So, but they don't. This, <laughs> this was the biggest. <laughs> this, I, it just took my breath away. This made me so this, angry. This took my breath away. That how this like Paper snow one. globe never got. We never made this connection. Not only does the snow globe not make a connection, it also fails to jog her memory really about anything. Yeah! That's close. That's the whole it's point. Literally, like if you want to talk about a MacGuffin, so this oh. thing. So, so they had to cut up. it all because every time she picked it up, she was trying to put it up her nose. They're like, Lindsay, <laughs> put down the snow globe. She's trying to cut it with some what razor. <laughs> so we used to do this with Amex. <laughs> Fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. 
Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 